This is a Sprite. And it tastes exactly like it sounds. That first hit of cool, crisp refreshment on your tongue, followed by that familiar chorus we all know by heart. Sprite, thirst for yours. Yo, yo, it's the Life is Dope Podcast. I'm your man, Graffiti. What's good, ladies and gentlemen? I'm still Davey. What's up, brother? It's Life is Dope Podcast. Hey, straight like that. It's still the Life is Dope Podcast. Hey, you know it. Hell yeah. How you feeling, bro? Man, I feel great. That's it. It's great. <laughs> That's it. So we got a special guest, as always. This is a very special guest in the building today. Wait, how are you? Wait, how are you? How am I? Yeah. You know what? <laughs> it threw me off. You guys never <laughs> asked how Graffiti is. I know. That's pretty messed up. That was nice. Shit, I'm good, man. Um, just got a fresh haircut. Hey, I see it. This shit crazy. Like, I don't even feel right. Like, I feel like my hat was a part of my head. <laughs> like a cartoon or some shit. So, like, you know when, uh, what's that, Fat Albert, when dude took off his, uh, the beanie and he had no face? Yeah. Or y'all, y'all don't know, y'all don't watch Fat Albert? Man, fuck y'all. But I feel good. We got a special guest <laughs> in the building. Who we got? Oh, man. So, she does so much. But I'm gonna let her tell y'all. So, we got a little fresh Sam. Make some noise for a little hey. fresh Sam. <laughs> What's up? How you doing? I'm great. How are you guys? Good, 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 good. So for the people that don't know, who are you, little Fresh Sam? What do you do? Who am I? Um, so I guess I do a lot. Yeah, like you said, I am a fashion stylist and fashion designer and part creative genius. I do like consulting, help people start their business and passion. Um, but basically, I mainly focus on design and fashion styling. Okay, word, design and fashion. When did you get into that and how? Um, wow. Hmm. Back in, like, when I was in 8th, 7th grade. <laughs> yeah, I, hear, I hear too. I'm yeah. like, where's that music coming from? Right. <laughs> well, you got your own soundtrack. That's like... Right, yeah. That's cool. <laughs> you said 7th grade? Yeah, 7th grade, 8th grade, I created the name in Fatu, and then um, graduated um, high school, and went to a year of college, dropped out a semester later, and... Here I am, still doing fashion design. Word. Why'd you yeah. drop out of college, might I ask? Um, because I was reading a book, like, the professor was reading out of a book, and then I would go home and read out of a book, and I was like, yo, I could invest this money into my business, like, I'm gonna read my book by myself, you right, know what I right, mean? Right, right, so, right. Yeah. Word. Similar story. That's why I asked that. Yeah, like, similar story. I always try to tell people, like, I don't discourage people from going to college, but if it's like a craft that you could really just learn on your own, go ahead and save that money, man. Cause right. Sally Mae will get that ass. <laughs> so did you go to school? I did. Okay. I did. But you said infatu? Infatu. Why infatu? Uh, it means infatuated in French. And mm. that was my way of explaining, like, the way I felt about fashion. Um, I'm infatuated with... And I created a life. It's kind of like a, now going towards a lifestyle brand um, because you know everyone out here is like doing something <clears throat> what they love. So right. that's what it's about. Dope. So what about the name Little Fresh Sam? Where'd that come from? <laughs> <laughs> As Julius may know, like man. So I was in. Um, it came up once when I was in high school, my senior year, and this kid was like, "Yo, Little Fresh Sam," and 
it was kind of stuck. <laughs> Everyone called me Little Sam for like before then, and um, as you can, you probably can't see, but I'm um, short, <laughs> five one, and uh, damn, you little. Yeah, <laughs> it's not a bad thing. It's a great thing. Yeah. But um, that Lil came on there, and then Fresh, I guess, just represented what I look like every day, and then Sam is my name, so that's how it came about. I was in LA one day and like somebody else called me that and I was like, whoa, okay, like maybe that's the name. <laughs> <laughs> when you introduce yourself, do people assume you're a rapper? They do, and so I'm kind of trying to figure out ways to get away from that name, but it's so branded. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. What do you think you're gonna call yourself next? Samantha. Samantha. <laughs> Little Fresh Samantha. That's my name. <laughs> <laughs> Little Uzi Sam. Oh <laughs> no, she's like, no, nah, mm-hmm. I'm not a fan. So. Little Sammy Vert. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I think the opposite of that guy that we were just talking about the drew some shade at Nas. Like I'm so old school with my hip hop. I'm not new school, right? So I don't know about those guys. Who's your favorite hip hop artist? Mm, I don't have favorites, but the first came to mind is Hip uh, J Cole. J Cole. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 What about old school? Hmm. How old are we talking? Like eighties, nineties? I mean, yeah, yeah. Just throw back. It's sad that like nineties is now like old school. Old school. school. Yeah, dude. Early two thousands is now like old school. If mm, you really think about it, if you really yeah. think about it, like That's true. like Nelly. Yeah, you got like Nelly and Jaw Rule <laughs> on like throwback concerts and stuff. Like, <sighs> but I digress. Getting old. So old school. You gonna say uh, Nick Cannon or somebody like that? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say Ray J. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, um. Fuck Ray J. Hip hop, Ray J. Why? <laughs> That's a whole other story. Okay. Wait, we got to tell this. Story. <laughs> no, we're gonna get to that after we get her answer. Cause it's a whole other hip hop. I don't know. I'm just gonna go with someone like Biggie, just cause he's so influential and spit like really good stuff. What? Okay. Mm-hmm. Biggie. What about you? Dave? Old school. Man, I wouldn't say favorite, but I. I'd have to just like toss Coolio in there just because like, <laughs> he made so many of my favorite songs. He's just a staple in, in hip hop. He's a hip hop staple, yeah. Coolio. Alrighty then. Um. <laughs> Plot twist. Yeah, I'm still going to rock with Rakim, man. I got to say Rakim. I'm, I'm going to go with Rakim. How, do you mind if I ask how old are you? Because no. you look like 10. 10? Okay. Yeah. Well, we're getting lower and lower because I got 12 like a couple days ago. <laughs> I'm 25. Word, straight yeah. up, straight up. Nice. It's weird saying that, but yep, 25. Word. So, right now with Infatu, where would you say you are with the company and the brand? Like, I know you've been around with it for a while. Do you feel like you're starting to reach a peak? Do you, like, where are you with Infatu? Um, man, my peaks are so high. Like, I am not even close yet. But, mm. um, so right now we're like rebranding, doing a lot of new different things. I. I'm going down the route of like, so I've always been designing like really fresh clothes in my opinion and hopefully everybody's and very intricate, you know, the whole slogan is passion in every thread. We uh, push entrepreneurship and doing what you love. But not only that, like I've, I've hit a point like within the last nine months and I'm like, how can I make this better? Like, how can I give back like and do everything I love and am passionate about in one brand right. and like helping people, but also inspiring people and helping the world is like something that have become a passion of mine so it's now like you know going down the direction of an eco-friendly brand Mm. doing all the ways we can to like cut waste and um like be produced locally versus china or other you know going green right Mm. going green like trying to figure out every way possible to go green but also make still like really extravagant 
beautiful, intricate clothing. Because I feel right. like there's not really in-betweens, you know. There's either, like, the hemp clothing or there's the really, like, ridiculously fresh, like, out there but, like, wasteful brands. Right, right, right. So we're trying to hit in-between. Um, and then, you know, working on a cut and sew line right now, um, something I've always been, like, as a kid, you know, you are probably, like, for me, I was one of those kids that, like, wanted a really dope, fresh shirt, but I didn't want to spend $75 at age 12, you know what I mean? Right, right. So I'm trying to make, um, you know, clothing that is affordable for everyone that wants it, but also keep stuff that is, like, you know, one of a kind um, mm. and still intricate, you know, so I can spend more time on it. Okay. Yeah, so how, how do you think that you or even other designers, how are you able to kind of keep that balance between affordability and exclusivity? Because when you have someone like Kanye West, who, you know, originally wanted to be able to make his shoes affordable and to be able to have enough for everyone, but yet we're still seeing the issues of um, like resellers and and just crazy markups on, on his sneakers. Mm-hmm. So, so how are you able to kind of uh, keep that balance? Well... One note, side note, I don't think Kanye ever tried to create his clothing affordable because a $400 sweater that was probably took like $10 to make, Mm. come on, like, and especially in his position, like, he could have made an affordable line, so I don't know if I believe that, but um, there's a lot of different ways, you know, I mean, um, I'm trying to, like, it's a a fine line because exclusivity means prices are risen you know what i mean and then affordable means like less time less right. res or you know resources being able to put into it so that's why i'm trying to kind of keep the two separate um mm. i have my one-of-a-kind pieces and custom stuff and then i have which is higher end and then i have the cut and sew which is more affordable but still you know limited so but it's not i'm never going to sell a 400 dollars hoodie for my affordable line right so do you think if, if designers if they drop their price does it make their brand less hot no i feel like there's a market for everybody you know what i mean there's a brand that's going to create t-shirts there's a brand that's going to create um ready to wear and like couture you know what i mean there's a lane for everyone and i just feel like it depends on what you're interested in and what you like what yeah what is drives you to create a brand is it getting it out there create dope t-shirts if it's uh you know being able to spend time and put what you want into it then it's higher end probably Okay. Mm-hmm. So for like the one of a kind pieces and um you know the hand stitch type stuff, what would be a price range for a fresh little fresh Sam exclusive in fact you one of a one type deal bands um Ranks. yeah yeah I mean they're they're up there and if you would it's weird but um, I'll talk about that later but between like three hundred and six hundred but our goals are you know thousands like yeah the more we are able to grow and um, just more resources we get. I, I'm able to like access more now than I was a couple years ago, and that's why the uh, the clothing has been able to grow and be what it is. But the only more I grow, the more resources I get. You know, right, meaning sure. like different leathers and crystals and swords. You know, what I mean, Dope. all that stuff. Yeah, gotta get my bread up, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, what would you say um, inspires you as far as fashion wise? What inspires me is beautiful intricate things so like i could be anywhere and this has never changed like you can go back to interviews from like 2012 this is just something that will always forever inspire me is like intricate beautiful things so walking down the street and i see like a really incredible leaf that's like perfectly like designed but like very tiny you know what i mean like roots and i don't know that will inspire me but then i'll go to like la or even down here like in the rhino district and see like such a complex piece of art and that will inspire me 
So anything intricate and complex. Okay. <laughs> and you style people. Yes. So let's say um, an artist or rapper or whatever. Mm-hmm. I see a infatuate a little fresh sand piece and I want to get styled. What's the process to make that happen? Okay, so I'm going to break this down right now on this platform especially because I feel like this is a something that a lot of people aren't really familiar with so they don't know how it works. And mm. so thank you for asking me this. Okay. Um so fashion styling and wardrobe styling are, are two different things, um, but all in the same kind of similar category. What I do when I do fashion styling and why I feel like it is very important for anybody probably listening right now, every entrepreneur and entertainer, is because we're creating just like little Uzi, which I do know his style. Um, he's creating an image, right? And like before you even listen to him, you you kind of see and get a feel for like who he is maybe by his style or what his teeth look like or his hair. Well, that's an image. And so that's kind of what I create for my clients. Um, so depending on what the event is for, if it's a red carpet event, I'm going to be, you know, looking at different designers and different ideas. But if it's an interview, a, fa- a photo shoot, let's say a video shoot, um, you know, I, the whole, I'll give you a little rundown. So how it works is, you know, they give me their theme, their idea for the vision of the video. From there I take and depending on what they're doing in the video, um, dissect the, um, what is that? Man, crazy, blank. The, the dopeness. Yeah, the dopeness. You know the video, the music video layout? The treatment? The treatment, Ah, yes. That's the one. So dissect the treatment depending on what they're doing and figuring out what outfit or styles would be best. So then I come, um, I'll set them a mood board, make sure they like the vision that I have for their vision, and then I come with a bunch of clothing and I dress them really dope. There's multiple options, so they could pick and choose if one doesn't work out better. Right. Um... And then I'm on set the whole time making sure that every piece is perfect while they're moving, when they're, you know, most important parts. And you've probably seen this on, like, real estate ads is where I see it a lot. You know, like, this guy's all dressed up, nice, but then his collar's, like, lifted up or something, you know, in the in the perfect shot. Right. Um, and you may not even pay attention no, to that. I'm I do. <laughs> but, like, anything, even in photo shoots. But that's why they pay stylists and have stylists there because we catch everything. Right. Um, and so that's what, is, that's what it's important to have a fashion stylist if you're – interested in growing your brand and image in certain aspects okay so speaking of styling artists so you've actually had the chance to work with method man and don benjamin yeah um what was that like um those two particular funny uh (laughs) that that's cool um yeah that was fun uh don actually he's a friend of mine so back in 2012 when i first launched the brand he was like one of the first people that i don't know if he contacted me or i contacted him but sent a shirt out to him he wore it to like a grammy's after party and was like yo he sent me like a really long email it was really cool he was just like really grateful that i sent it to him and got so many compliments and that was like four months in starting my brand so that if you could imagine like that was like okay cool like yeah doing something right um and now it's just developed into like you know like i said a friendship and he's killing it we were Actually, I was with Jeremy Pape shooting on the uh, top of the standard. Shout and out like, to Pape. Yeah, shout out to Pape, man. We've <laughs> been through it. <laughs> um, staying in L.A. on couches. Man, so many stories there. But um, we were shooting with Don like, on the rooftop just when, in fact, she wasn't nothing. And it's right. cool to see both where we're at now, you know? Right. Um, Method Man, shout out to Lizzie Brody. She uh, she got me in there, and like we just hung out. It was, it was very casual, you know? Yeah. Like I think it was after the show. Um, one New Year's night when they performed, and I just showed him what I had. Like back then, it was so like you know like low scale and just literally just doing with what I got. And so I had this like bag, and I showed him like these beanies I had or whatever. 
he was like, yo, that's fresh. And he, like, wore it in music video and oh, wow. just, like, wore it pretty often. I was, it was pretty, really cool. Yeah, he was a great yeah. guy. Him and his wife were awesome. Any other uh, notable names you've worked with? Yeah. Um, I was trying to think of a couple before I came because I knew this was a question. <laughs> so in L.A., man, I worked with a lot of people. It was really, really cool. Um, I styled Iggy for a cover of Shkan Magazine, which is a London-based magazine. Okay. Um, that was interesting. Don't really want to talk too much. Is 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 this <laughs> weird? <laughs> it was different. Was it, different. Was it hard finding pants that could fit her? I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about this. Like, I don't think I can talk about it, but the the difficulty of what we had to do to get those pants on or dress on was extreme. We'll just go with that. (laughs) Print it. I said it. She didn't say it. Sing complaints to me. (laughs) Where? So, Iggy. Iggy, um, do you know the little girl from, I always, I didn't even know who she was. It was funny. Um, the little girl on Hunger Games. The little girl. Yeah, the little girl. Um, curly hair. Uh, yeah, producer. Her Julie. name's What's Amanda her name? Steinberg. Yeah. Or Steinberg. You, you don't watch Hunger Games? Uh, <laughs> I mean, this little girl, I do have a No, her name's Amanda Steinberg. I remember Yeah, that. I'm trying to think She's of her cool. name in the movie now. Y'all know who we're talking about, though. We styled her for a nylon cover. <laughs> um, who else recently? Oh, I was going to tell you guys this story. This was probably one of the coolest. Um, I didn't even know who this guy was. My fr- my roommate, he was friends with him. He was like, yo, do you want to come to this hotel, hang out with me and my friend? Cool. Go with him. Um, I'm chilling there. We're having, like, a heart-to-heart. Like, me, him, and the friend. Just heart-to-heart, 2 a.m. to, like, 5 a.m. And then um, we get in the car to leave, and my friend's like, yeah, so this is him. And I was like, it's, like, one of the hit top songs. Um, they're gal- his, so Galantis um, was one of the dudes. I don't know if you're familiar. But... Yeah, it was just cool. It was crazy because I think that me going in there not knowing who he was and mm. just in general, I feel like when you know who someone is, you you may think differently or act differently. Right. But that was just so genuine and he was such a cool, genuine guy. Like we still email to this day. But he's uh that was really cool. That was a cool experience. Really random right, right. going into that. What was the moment when you were like, you know what, I'm kinda official with this shit? <laughs> After like the twenty times Julius tells me, sends me this text, like, dude, you know you're famous or like you're you're really making it. Um, for me though, not up until recently, like I'm really uh really probably the hardest critic on myself and mm-hmm. I'm like, nothing's good enough, that's why I said my peaks are high. Yeah. Um but I was just literally unpacking this morning in my new creative studio space and uh I was reading some journals and it kinda hit me, like I'm like, Okay, like, you know. But I never really fully truly feel like I'm at my my peak right. you know so sure. i think what i do is legit and i'm a legit person and i love what i do and i get to do it every day and that's like all i can ask for you know straight up, straight up. how so how are you able to uh, maneuver through the fashion industry uh despite being um a woman and you're latina yes <laughs> good guess I usually get white it's 12 and white you know it's, <laughs> man these people <laughs> so she's um, not 12 and she's not white y'all. neither yes correct <laughs> glad we got to clear that up um it's been interesting man like i've gone through so much like i don't want to talk about the same stories in this interview but being a woman and um sometimes man in la especially and like it kind of ruined me but i feel like uh sometimes i wish like i could just wear a mask every day and Mm. like go into a business meeting because then they would take me more seriously um like it's you know forever a blessing i'm grateful for everything i am but it's helped me and then it's hurt me because guys are (laughs) a different kind of breed you know and like (laughs) 
you want to go in there and do business and like you're serious and then they want to like date you and it's like I'm still trying to figure it out every day you know like right. I just uh I I'm very about my business I know what I want and I go in there and I just do what I got to do so just so, staying stern you know so is the fashion industry that male dominant because it seems like it would be more it seems like it's more geared towards women um it's a mixture but not even just like I guess the fashion industry is a little bit different, but just business in general okay. is that way. Um, the fashion industry is very, you know, my mom told me when I was like <laughs> 13 that it's very cutthroat, and it is. But if so, I feel like I was able to go in and make a statement and everywhere I went and um, every opportunity I had because I'm a genuine person. I'm not trying to like, you know, get over anything on anyone or there's no hidden agenda or like just there's a lot of that in LA and so I stuck right. out people were like well where are you from and it was cool all my friends I made were like from out of country because I feel like me and them click a little more than Americans but it's just uh I don't know um staying true to who you are and being real and just doing a great job no matter what you know opportunity right. get speaking of staying true to who you are mm -hmm. you have a very unique style and vibe very creative type vibe growing up where you labeled a weirdo yeah, still am. Yeah. <laughs> like, never gone away. I mean, because that's usually how it goes. But now, like, it's cool to be... I don't want to say it's cool to be different, because, I mean, it's always been cool mm -hmm. to be different. But the public is starting to accept people a little bit more for uniqueness. Do you feel the same? I do. I feel like I get looked at a little less than I did uh, a couple years ago. But, yeah, you know, now more than ever, people, and especially in the fashion industry, and you'll see it in magazines and artists, you yeah. know, entertainers, everyone's trying to do something to make them stand out. Right. Everybody's weird nowadays, which is really cool. Um, I just hope they, yeah, stay true to who they are and not do it to stand out. Right. So it was rumored that you were had, had done something with K-Swiss? Yeah. Uh, can you talk, expound yeah. more on that? We can talk about that. Um... So K-Swiss, um, it's funny because, you know, you, you guys, I don't know how old you guys are, I won't ask, but um, probably more K-Swiss. <laughs> 21. 21? Yeah, we'll rock with that, but go ahead, K-Swiss. Did, did you ever wear rock K-Swiss? Um, I don't think I did. I didn't. No. Yeah, I don't think I rock K-Swiss. I rock Velas yeah. and Chucks. Yeah, okay. But shout out to K-Swiss. Yeah, shout out to K-Swiss. Well, and that's what's cool is, like, I didn't either. They weren't in my opinion, the greatest brand back then. But um, they hired Diplo to, like, pick the top 10, or 50, 50, uh, of the creative people, in their opinion, in the world. And so I was actually, I, I got this, like, um, one-day gig job at, at this boutique on Denver and Broadway, and mm -hmm. I was on Hypebeast one day randomly, like, four weeks before I moved to L.A., just came across this thing. They were looking for people. And um, I'm not really, I don't really enter too many things, but I was like, cool, what do I got to lose? Submitted this video I made, it's called Self-Made, shout out to Julius for helping me with that. Nice. And uh, they picked me, like, it was really That's weird right. and random, and um, so I got picked, and then we had five challenges, and we got mentored by, like, five of the top people in those categories, so, like, social media, design, um, I think was it Vince Staples that was that person there was like a lot of cool people a lot of great right. I mean legends right. um, that m mentored us for a little bit and then we went and did the contest and I won one of them well, not the one I wanted to win but it's cool like we still have a relationship I still work with them um, they are they've evolved so much and are now a brand that you probably would rock right. so shout out to them and like they're doing a great job 
um, I guess you can kind of consider me a brand ambassador, but more I like to like work in the behind the scenes and do stuff with them. Okay. Dope, dope. That's dope. So this is part of the show. We got a little segment called Top 3. Okay. So if I ask you a question, you give me your top three real quick. So top three played out outfits Ooh. or styles. Okay. All right. Got? All right. So the first one, the flannel. Like... Flannel around the waist, <laughs> and no tuck your flannel baby. <laughs> I'm like, no, I was just about to look around to see if anyone was rocking it. Like, it's like but it's not around my waist though. This is it's fine. I don't know whose that is. No, no, no disrespect. Yo. Flannels out of there. Oh, I'm just being real, like you asked. Camel shorts. No, no, no camel shorts. <laughs> I, th- I think camel forever would be in. Nice. Um, Even the shorts. If you rock them the right way, right. you know. Shit just match got, the, got, got the good socks, you know. Yeah. Probably rock it with flannel. Yeah. Do no. it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's the, the second one? I'm gonna have to go to the mall after this. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I try to like, then that's why like I don't want like no disrespect. I try not to knock anything. Like if someone does it in a way that makes it like innovative and cool, like that's dope you know right. and like i always Toss respect new styles <laughs> no don't take that out you can wear it another way <laughs> i'm just leaving that shit here <laughs> put it on with these mannequins <laughs> just you like oh you okay 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 i have one, I have one. Yeah, we, yeah, we, yo we those white glasses that mm. like rihanna wore like probably five months ago and now everybody wears them the white okay, yeah, circle glasses about the big round plastic yeah yep. come okay. on let's get those out of here like get those out of here i don't i'm not gonna yeah it's just it, it, I feel like every rapper like put them on and was like I'm a rapper now. <laughs> mm, right, right, right. I don't know. Those that's an, that's probably the only one. So just two. Just two. Okay. Um, how you feel about this wavy eyebrow shit? Ah. I mean, <laughs> get, to get it the fuck out of here. She's like, as soon as I leave here, I'm getting that done. So please. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like these kind, but um, I, man, like I'm all about doing whatever you feel and like. Yeah. If that's like what you feel that day, you want to make your eyebrows like a wave. Like, ah, she being safe. See, like, and I'm I'm nah. with the whole do everything you feel vibe too. But I seen that shit. Yeah, I was like, what kind of fucked up Snapchat filter face ass? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. Would you rock it though? <laughs> the wavy eyebrows. Yeah. I mean, me, no. Yeah. But would you give a girl a little bit of respect? Not respect, but like props for rocking it. I mean, if you're bold enough to like rock that, that's and if you can make that, it work, you know? dope. But I haven't seen anyone make that work. I don't work think yet. it's cute, but I, I feel been, like... I haven't been put in that situation. Somebody just woke up, man, like, let me scribble on shit. <laughs> I don't know. Differently today. Right. What about male rompers? Mm. Mm, nah. Not a fan, but at the same time, like, if you can rock it... There's not a big difference between, like, a, a you know, button-up, button-down, that's the same pattern as the shorts, and I mm. feel like that's been a hot trend of the summer. Right. And... But it connects at the nuts, though. So. <laughs> it's a little bit of a difference. A little bit of a difference, yeah. <laughs> Can't really wear anything that connects at the nuts. That's a onesie. Like uh, that's why I give like I give the props to the people that do though, because I'm like, okay, like if you rock and if they can rock it right though, yeah. like, good. That's a different than if that you just rock it. I think that's what it is. Is rocking it right? Because like, shout out to um, Kenny Ryu because they'd be wearing uh, male rompers and they rock. Do it. they? Kenny Ryu, they just wear whatever. It's yeah, just, and it works. And so that's what, yeah, get, yeah, you know, that's exactly. Have you ever worked with them? Yeah, I, mean, I created a uh, custom jacket for Ralphie and Dope. just the homies, really. Why? Yeah. What about you, Graffiti? What's what's the top three styles that are played out? You know, I'm not the guy to tell you, man, because like I've been looking the same since I was 12. <laughs> so I'm not I'm not the guy to tell you. Um, shit, man, I would like to see the weekend twisty lock nap cut mm. go away. 
because I feel like everybody got that damn haircut now, especially in the NBA. That shit is weird. <laughs> um, I don't know, but aside from that, man, do what you want to do. Except, What's yours? Um, it's tough because like everything's coming back in style. Like basketball jerseys are coming yeah. back. Um, I mean, football jerseys are probably going to come back. Yeah. What else? Is, what else has made its way back? Let's see. What do I not like? Dang, I can't. I, dang, this is hard. I can't. <laughs> I know because I mean, like, you can't really not right. what somebody is wearing. I mean, I think like popping your collar. I think that's out. That's yeah. kind of been out. I, I would say what's, what's fresh. What's newly out of style? Yeah. I think we should define what we mean because for me, I think it's like something that is just clearly a trend that people are doing because everybody else is doing it. Right. I think that's when stuff gets played out. Like, you know, I'm you want to wear a white tee, like white tees are never going anywhere. Mm-hmm. But when franchise boys drop white tee and everybody and their mama had a six X white tee, then it's like, all right guys, <laughs> let this shit let this shit go already. Yeah. So I'm so happy now that they have like at least the the skinny jean shorts because for a while because they got because they got rid of like jean shorts for like uh, at least at least two years and I was like what am I supposed to wear so I wore pants all all summer one one summer I can say what I don't want to see happen what this might be problematic oh. but I don't want to see men wear full blown dresses like I get like because I was defending young thug I ain't gonna lie I was defending because like I get foreign fashion you know like in in certain cultures like stuff that we might consider feminine is like high end out there right i mean but but if I mean, you just at the mall in a wedding dress and some forces <laughs> like bro what are you really trying to do right now? was that young thug well he was something like that uh, but now i mean like cats is just like y'all gotta go get a wedding dress like dude, is that what you're doing or are you just doing that because young thug not everybody's young because i mean yeah. of, of course like you know if you go to you know Saudi Arabia or yeah, yeah, places yeah. like Africa, they have like little long yeah, yeah, sheet yeah. joints. Mm-hmm. Is that what it's called? It's just not accepted in America, or what? Why is it weird for people in America? To dress but if like it, foreign culture? but if it like flares out at the bottom, then you I know. mean, if you got like a whole veil and all that giant, like <laughs> yeah, I think that's where family. the line was crossed. You know, yeah. like wedding dress versus yeah, like would you style a wedding dress on a guy? No, no, <laughs> <laughs> nah, please don't. It's just in general. I mean, unless you want to, you know. Somebody was like, you know, we want to do something different. Let's love get a little love. fresh wedding. Well, it's funny. Um, yeah, I'm, I might be working on my first wedding dress right oh, now. Mm. Um, have the consultation in a couple of weeks, but I'm actually working on a, a photo shoot where, like, yeah, the girl's wearing this like really extravagant dress and it may be a wedding dress but it's in a weird location like it doesn't make sense uh, so, so that, i like the juxtaposition between that but so that's kind of why you want to go buy samantha now because you know if someone rocks a wedding dress like yeah i'm, I'm wearing samantha <laughs> who are you wearing <laughs> little fresh sam, sam? Well, <laughs> so that's the difference though is like the, i'm a stylist little fresh sam brings all, all that stuff on that side but then in fat you is the brand mm-hmm. so it's separate marriage marriage couture by samantha <laughs> Might be the next Let me thing. trademark that shit. <laughs> 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 Go get that URL. So, would you label Infatu? Like, if you had to, because, like, uh, there's certain brands that just go straight by, like, right now, shout out to Antics. Like, hey. the street couture, you know what I mean? Or, like, street fashion, and then you got, like, high end couture, like, with, with mm-hmm. Infatu, if it had to be labeled something. So, since, like, day one, we've always called it upscale urban wear. Mm-hmm. But. I like that. It's even still evolving from there because yeah we we do high end you know and right. um, but cut and sew high end one of a kind pieces that's nice. what we do eventually couture 
I would like that's the goal. Um, Chanel, like I envision in fact you being like a, the next Chanel, but like not taking a century to be the Chanel. Right, you know right, what right. I mean? So yeah. Um, so how do you feel about Big Baller brand? Mm, I'm, I don't really know too much, so I won't speak on that too much. But I do like, you know, the shoe isn't. I, it's like the same with Kanye. Like the right. whole concept. Like I'm like okay. You're going to charge this much for the shoe, but it doesn't even look that good. But people are going to buy it because of the name and the hype and the other right, people buying right, it. It's right. it's the trend and it's it's brilliant, though, you know. So I guess does it, I guess, do urban, do urban designers and urban companies, do they have the same, I don't want to say right, but do they have like the same, I guess, space to have? high-end and expensive wear because i mean you have like your your givenchy and your prada and your gucci and mm-hmm. louis vuitton but it seems like those tend to be more i guess i'm trying to say that it seems like whenever whenever i guess urban designers try to charge more for their apparel they tend to get more flack than we give gucci or, or louis vuitton get more flack yeah or so they i think i know what you're trying to say so like a urban brand gets frowned upon when they charge too much. Kind of like big baller brands. Like black okay, and okay, brand. Okay. Yeah, but like Balmain and, and those type of brands, mm-hmm. that's like the norm for them. So I feel like it's a, maybe a two different things. Um, well, one, Supreme is doing a hell of a job at it. Off-White right. is doing an amazing job at it. Um, but they both kind of started out that way like they started out as an urban brand charging really high prices i feel like if you switch it up in the middle or even half you know somewhere in in between uh that may cause a like a red flag or people are like wait why did you go from a 15 dollars shirt to like now a 500 dollars shirt right um unless you have levels like polo or you know like okay. ralph lauren or something i don't know so i guess so it's okay if you start out or at least start out from the get-go, like, this is going to be, like, a, a high-level fashion brand or a luxury couture. I don't know if it's, like, the word is okay, if it's okay, but right. it's expected, mm. you know, off the jump, versus getting, you know, being in love with this brand. Like, like let's say if Nike, and they have, you mm. know, you're in love with this brand, you love the vision and the what it's about, and then they partner with, like, Balmain and make, you know, your jumpsuit is now $500,000, you know right. what I mean? Like... It's just how the game works, but at the same time, like, I feel like if you do it in a way, it's not so frowned upon. Okay. Like, Supreme. What would you say with, how does a brand get to the point where they can label themselves high-end, or are able to charge that price and it's acceptable? Is it just, like, the material? Is it the brand itself? Or, because sometimes yeah, I feel a like question. a lot of shit is cheap, or cheaply made, mm-hmm. but super expensive. Right. So, what do you think? I think it's a mixture of all of those things. Like, in my opinion, like, I don't want to spend $500 on a jacket that isn't going to last me for a long time or right. a lifetime, right? Right. So, I'll speak for myself. Like, the reason I charge the prices I do is because I spend the time I do. And, um, like, my seamstress are very well trained. They have 20-plus tw- years of experience. They um, know their craft. I do my craft. And together we create this quality piece of right. gold, in my opinion. Um it's like they're all every piece I make is like my baby. So I'm like, you're wearing a fat right now, right? I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this is that's why I asked that question because like that looks like high quality. Does like, it good? Something that's gonna last for a while. Like right, I would invest in that. Yes, but it seems like a lot of people come out the gate. Um, like you see, like all the everybody wants to be like Supreme, mm-hmm. the hype beast type gear. It's yeah. like all right, I'll slap a little ass logo in the middle of the shirt, 
and sell this shit for like 85 bucks minimum yeah and supreme <laughs> didn't come out like i don't supreme i mean they had money behind them because they had every um every one of your favorite celebrities wearing the brand before you could even touch it right so that's one thing it built the they built the hype before you could buy it and so that made you want it um but yeah i don't think you can just come out the jump with a brand new brand unless you're somebody like um who's the guy that started big baller brand uh, LeVar Ball. LeVar, yeah. So, like, you can't really do that unless you've already got a name for yourself. But I think it takes, you know, the name, the quality, and then the what are you actually offering them? Like, what's different from this brand versus another brand, right? Right, right. So. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So, so you actually have a, a few speaking engagements going on while you're here in Denver. Do you want to talk about those? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, so... I'm going to be speaking for Women Who Start Up. Um, I wish I had the dates in front of me. Um, but it's Denver Startup Week, so I'll be speaking with uh, Denver Startup, Women Who Start Up. Shout out to them. Nice. And then um, Olivia Omega um, with her company, and so it's another Denver Startup Week. It's all about empowering women and just business oh. entrepreneurs, you know, women entrepreneurs. And um, so I'm all about that, and so I'm excited to be speaking for them. Um, it's some all, you know follow me on social media i'll give you guys updates on that and then um we will be having a fashion show or i'm doing a fashion show for the tattoo convention on the 31st i believe or the october 1st so that'll be another cool thing to get involved in in the city dope 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 so i ask everybody this it's a serious moment okay all right all right one thing you would leave with the world positive message or just dope quote from little fresh sam what would that be Hmm. I have a lot. <laughs> um, this is probably, like, I want to be that, like, I'm that testimony and the living proof that I f- that you can do anything you really put your mind to. Like, not to quote, I feel like, Napoleon Hill or whoever spoke that quote, but, um, like, it's true. Like, mm-hmm. if you want to, whatever you can be, you can be. Like, that's, you know, what I believe in and um, what I prove and like to hope to show every day that, like, you know, like, walking... Living proof, like I said, um, that is possible, you know. I didn't have any, like, advantages. Right. And, like, I remember this guy told me when I first started the brand, like, who are, who's your family? Like, are any of them designers? Okay, then you're not going to be a designer. Mm. And, like, I'll never forget that guy. Shout out to him because he made me work harder. But, um, yeah, I didn't that have guy. <laughs> <laughs> So, like, it doesn't matter where you come from, what you have, yeah. nothing. It just matters, like, what, how bad you want it, so. Work. Yeah. Dope, dope, dope. Nice, nice. So as far as social media, how can people uh, get in contact with you? Um, at Low Fresh Sam until I change that name. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but Low Fresh Sam and uh, LowFreshSam.com and Fatu I N F A T U E on Instagram and um, InFatuClothing.com. Nice, dope. So I do want to ask this question real quick. Um, so what would be nece- like necessary or must-have pieces that men and women should have apparel-wise? That's a whether, great question. Whether it's shoes, accessories, shirts, pants. All right. So women, um, I feel like they should always have that one black dress that they can always throw on for like a special event, but very comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, jackets are important. So like, or important. So like, maybe like a depends on how flashy you are, but a pop of color would be ideal. Leather jacket. Okay. Um, and then some good heels, but also some good shoes because. For me, I'm, like, not really about that heel game. And so I just like to be comfortable. And if you have, I feel like depending on the selection of shoes, you can get away with it. Mm. Men, um, I feel like um, I'm in love with Chelsea boots on men. Like, I feel like a good color or a good style of Chelsea boot on a man, like, on a guy, you can 
get away with a lot of different outfits with that. Just ordered mine. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, you know, for, okay, and then, you know, I'll probably speak for most of the ladies out there. If you got to get a good, nice fitting, nice fitting blazer mm. um, or sports coat and rock that, like rock it with a t-shirt, rock it with a button up, but just rock it because the, the ladies love it. <laughs> so our, because I was going to say, I thought, now our blazers and jeans, is that out of style? No. No, it's all about, like okay so coming from a fashion styles i don't know if i can say this but like it's all about how you rock it i don't believe in like trend trends or what's in style i don't care i don't really study that part mm-hmm. i just like do what i do and then hopefully that makes a trend but i feel like you just do what you like and what fits and what looks good and feels good mm-hmm. um one thing i advise my clients is like if it doesn't feel great if you don't feel like a million bucks when you come out of that fitting room don't buy it mm-hmm. or don't get it or yeah just it's got to feel great as much as it looks great. So, right. yeah. <laughs> Straight up. Well, we appreciate your time. Yeah, thank, thank you again. Well, Steph, thank you guys for having me. I appreciate no you guys. Let's make some noise for Lil First. Hey! <laughs> Life is Dope Podcast. I'm Graffiti. And I'm Davey. Skirt. We out. This is a Sprite, and it tastes exactly like it sounds. That first hit of cool, crisp refreshment on your tongue, followed by that familiar chorus we all know by heart. Sprite, thirst for yours. This is a Sprite, and it tastes exactly like it sounds. That first hit of cool, crisp refreshment on your tongue, followed by that familiar chorus we all know by heart. Sprite, thirst for yours.